the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Marriage Monday. You ready to call in and talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me uh, on my Facebook or YouTube social media pages. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I'm waving at you there. And you can see uh, my Gracism book on the table along with the book, The Jael Effect. Make sure you check it out, Turning Your Mistakes into Miracles by Sandra Anderson. We've got a special show uh, with her uh, coming Saturday night. You don't want to miss it, November the 28th at 7 p.m. with Sandra Anderson and with Sarah Little, two ladies that are making a difference for the Lord. You don't want to miss that. Now, listen, we are on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Most of you are listening to us right now on WAVA or WAVA.com. That's 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering the entire DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in, and happy Monday to you. How you doing? Well, in case you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays. That's today, in case you didn't know. Tough Topic Tuesdays is tomorrow, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, Open phone in Fridays, and then on Saturday, we have a special Saturday edition from 7 to 7.30. Uh, so give me a call uh, all week long, Monday through Friday, including today. Let me give you my phone number in case you want to chime in on this Marriage Monday and the topic. The phone number here is 888-432-7434. And our topic today is tempers and temperatures. Uh, how to lower the temperature of anger in your marriage. Any of you hot-tempered? Are you married with someone who's hot-tempered? And what do you do about that? Uh, you know, Scripture talks about being with a hot-tempered person throughout the Proverbs, but how if you happen to be married to one? How do you lower the temperature of somebody who is coming at you? Uh, maybe that is not your reality, so you might not even be able to uh, connect or relate to today's show. But others of you might, because you, you live with someone, you're married to someone, hello, you may be the someone. 
that has a hot temper. Now, what happens is we think a hot temper means exploding all over the place. And surely that can be. And we know some people that can go from zero to 60 in less than a second. Okay. And in the twinkling of an eye, like the rapture, I mean, they can go from happy to angry. But there's also some of you who are married to someone who's a slow burner. And it takes a while for that burner to heat up, but it also takes a while for that burner to cool down. So what happens when you're married to someone who's hot, who's angry? And I say hot, I don't mean good looking. I'm sure your spouses are all good looking, but I'm talking about anger and how do you deal with anger? Tempers and temperatures. Give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Last thing I'll say about this in my introduction before I pray, and that is this. Some of you have been successful at this, and if you have, you might want to share because it could help somebody else who just doesn't know how to deal with their own temper or worse, with the temper of the person they're married to, and they just can't handle it anymore. And you found a way. Somehow, some way, you learned. So if that is you, make sure you give us a call and let us know about that as well. As we always do, we like to open the show in a word of prayer. So let's do that even now. Heavenly Father, we're grateful that uh, you uh, are the kind of God that doesn't allow your anger to drive our uh, relationship with you, and you will not remain angry. In fact, the scripture says you are slow to anger, and we thank you for it. Would you help us to be that way as well? In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Well, are things getting too hot in your marriage? Are there anger issues to deal with? Well, give me a call at 888-43-BRIDGE. Also, there are a couple of other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. We also have an app that you can download if you want to do that. It may make it easier to go there on your phone, but embracegracism.com. Why don't you check it out and let me know what you think about that. All right, well, with you know, no further ado, I want to get to the phone line. And so let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Nita, who's on the line. Hi, Nita. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. So glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yes, I am trying to, well, I am going to approach this from a, not a spirit of complaining, but I want to get some understanding, some points, some wisdom. Uh, my soon-to-be husband, it seems like everything can trigger him. It's almost like I'm walking on pins and needles, and the trigger is more so an emotional one, where he'll just be upset or he'll storm out the room. Or I'll hear about it two or three days later. And I think one time I was a little bit harsh. You know, I said, you're just emotional. Mm. (laughs) And I know that wasn't the right way to respond to a man. Right. But I would like to hear any wisdom. Yeah. Well, first of all, the fact that you're already dealing with this before you're married is a good thing because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get better. Now, we can pray that it does. But you really ought to ask yourself, are these warning signs for me to really consider, do I want to marry a man who's easily triggered? But let me ask you about that. How easily triggered is he? Is it on any topic or is it on the same topic every time you circle the wagon? Any topic. It can be 
I didn't invite them to dinner or yeah. Or I was talking on the phone too long to my girlfriends mm-hmm. and Eas- it, yeah, anything. Huh. Easily offended. Yes. And then I mean mm-hmm. yeah. And then how does he deal with it? Does he does he approach you and say, Listen, that really hurt me or I'm angry about it, or does he just pout? Or like how does he deal with his anger? Most of the time it's the latter. It's the pouting initially. Mm-hmm. And um I don't usually respond to that just because of you know, who I am or things going on. But then I'll hear about it two or three days later. Well remember when you did this? And I'm like, Whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, have you guys gotten any premarital counseling yet? No. I would highly recommend premarital counseling for any couple, even people going into second marriages. Will this be your first or second and his first or second? His second, my first. Okay. So why is it his second? Uh, divorce. Okay. And do, and do we know anything about that divorce and why that ended? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know about it. Uh, Ten years ago, uh, basically a marriage in his early 20s. And as we all kind of have those mistakes in our early, well, not mistakes, but, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, he he didn't handle being a husband properly. Understood. Okay, gotcha. So maybe anger wasn't an issue in that relationship, because I'd love to know that, you know, if if his the way he dealt with his anger, dealt with his anger, in that relationship caused a problem. We don't want to see that go uh, go again in this relationship. But I would highly recommend premarital counseling. And uh, if you want, I can recommend somebody in the uh, Bowie, Maryland area. I'll say when I get back from the break, I'll give you uh, his particular information because he even does virtual uh, marriage counseling. So that may be something you might be interested in. But I'd highly recommend it. Otherwise, uh, you might be walking into a mine a landmine field that you don't want to have to n- navigate for the next 30 or so years of your life. Okay, Nita? Okay. Not their son, Thomas. But thank you again for the honesty mm-hmm. and your time. What'd you say? That's, yes, that's not what you wanted to hear on Real Talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, yeah. be blessed. Thanks again All for right. the honesty. God bless you. That's Nita. Hey, listen, it's going to be 30 years, Lord willing, or even more. And so you want to make sure if you're going to marry somebody, uh, you're not going to be fighting for 30 years. That's a, that's a long, long fight. All right. But we, let's get under the issues. Let's figure it out. Why is he pouting? What's going on? This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. 
Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. You're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson says. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. I promised that I'd tell you about a counselor, a marriage uh, therapist that you'll want to talk to. Reverend Sean McBride has CouplesCounselingCenter.org. Check him out, CouplesCounselingCenter.org. He can do it virtually or in his private office there in Bowie, Maryland. That's Reverend Sean McBride, CouplesCounselingCenter.org. And our last caller, you know, I think that that premarital counseling will really help you and give you the courage to have the right kinds of conversations with your spouse who uh, who uh, doesn't seem to be able to grasp uh, why he's so easily offended. I wonder if it's something about you uh, or something about him or uh, something about someone else mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with with you necessarily. So anyway, today we're talking about tempers and temperatures. How do you lower the temperature of anger in your marriage? My phone number is 888-432-7434. That is the number live in studio. One more time, 888-43-BRIDGE. Give me a call now while you can. Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Anthony, who's on the line. Hello, Anthony. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing, Dr. Anderson? How you doing today? Very well, sir. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking I'm not getting married. Okay. All right. Well, I'm you... a single. I'm mm-hmm. a single black man. Okay. And he who finds a wife finds a good thing, but we don't know who we who will be our mate if she's gone through abusive relationships, and she's on. She will go on the attack. Hmm. And suppose I'm, I'm just saying, um, if you don't know, if how does a man knows about love if he'd never been loved, and should he marry someone to fill that void? 
right? Well, definitely marriage is something you do in faith, right? It's a vow that you make and you make it in faith because you don't know who that person's going to be five years years from now or whatever. And so it is a vow of faith. And you also need the Lord to help you keep that that commitment, no doubt about it. But you cannot fully know another human being. The, we cannot even fully know ourselves. And so the only one who fully knows us is the one who loves us unconditionally, even though he sees how messed up we are. And that's the Lord himself. And so if I were you, I, I wouldn't say I, I'm never going to get married. What I'd say is I prefer not to be married um, unless the Lord changes that. Uh, I'm very, very satisfied being single. Because Dr. Anderson and the Lord, I know this. I know I've been through four women. You mean, you mean, relation, women. You mean relationships with four different women? Is that what you mean? Well, it feel look okay when you have a mother and three sisters. Mm-hmm. And they all been hurt by men. Guess who they take their anger out on? Right. So, yes, PMS is a punishment. Slowly, is a real big thing, but it changes your mind. <laughs> Why do I want to find me a mate out of a woman who has been hurt by a man? That's that's all I'm asking today mm-hmm. because you know all those romantic stuff. But then you don't know who, even if I fall in love and then to find out that her first husband beat on her and all of a sudden she's going, all all that all that sugar and sweet is not so nice. But when you, you will find out that sour coming out mm-hmm. and you do not, then I'm going to be on the attack because I don't want her attacking me. So it's, I will tell, what would, should I Work on myself first before we get into a relationship. I would agree That's with that. That's why I want to thank well, you, Dr. No, Anderson. I would agree with that, Anthony. Bless you, friend. Bless you. I would agree with that, sir. Uh, work on yourself. Uh, go to a counselor yourself and start working through those issues with your mother. Start working through those issues with the other women that you've dealt with. Uh, you have not seen, it sounds to me, like uh, any good men who could be an example of what uh, love, responsibility, and commitment looks like, right? Which means you haven't seen an example of what a woman can be when loved well. And women can be amazing when loved well. Men can be quite motivated uh, to be responsible when they are driven uh, to uh, love a woman at uh, the highest level. The reality is you're dealing with human beings, and uh, whatever you said about the women, they could probably say about you, right? And so you're saying, I wouldn't want to marry a woman because X, Y, and Z. She probably could say, well, I wouldn't want to marry a man like like you because of X, Y, and Z. He's been hurt by women, and so therefore he's going to be exploding, and he's not going to trust me. And it can go both ways. And so what I would recommend is not putting all the women in that category But work on yourself to be the best man that you can be and see if God will bring you a woman who's trying to be her best. Now, she's not going to be perfect, and you've got to realize that. Otherwise, you're going to hold her to a standard she's never going to meet, and you're going to be doomed to fail before you even, uh, you know, start. So let's, uh, instead of being negative at the very front end, let's work on ourselves and, and, and ask God to provide us with the one that's for us. 
All right. And if, 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 if there's no one for you, if God has said, nope, you're supposed to be single, well, be the best single man that you can be. Uh, Paul said, I wish everybody was single like me. So there are benefits and a calling to it. But I wouldn't throw women into all these women into a category uh, whereby uh, you just give up on marriage uh, because of the hurts that they have experienced. OK, that's my two cents on it, Anthony. Thanks for calling. Let me go to Tiffany. Tiffany is in Rockville, Maryland. Hi, Tiffany. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, I'm great. I'm hiding out in my car. <laughs> That's <laughs> so great. I can have this conversation. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know people who have been in closets hiding out talking oh, to good. me. So. <laughs> okay, so I'm not. <laughs> so uh, what are you thinking so, today? Yeah, just it's a funny thing. It's like Dr. Henson's ears must be uh, ringing or something because we just had some kind of argument this morning and it was like whoa it was like left field and i expect that you know during this quarantine and all this time we're spending so much time together more than we would ever in real life if everything were going well and uh you know this morning we're getting the kids ready he's doing such a great job getting them ready and getting them fed breakfast and you know, reading them stories and having them, he did so much this morning. I thought he was doing great. And I did notice Mm -hmm. that he was looking in my direction a lot of times, just, you know, just kind of peering over. I just thought nothing of it, you know, give him a little smile back, you know, look at him and everything. But then um, when it was time we had to take our daughter to school, because we have two boys at home who were distance learning. And then my youngest, uh, who's three, still goes in. And um, she, uh, he was having trouble getting his keys and he was kind of, stalling and I was just like oh I'll just I'll just go get the keys for you and 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 from that one little thing that was like it it just sent him over the edge he was like you don't appreciate anything I do I'm doing everything I can this morning make it a great morning and all you have to do is complain and I I didn't really complain I just said one thing what do you (laughs) think that was about I wish I I wish I could know I, I wish I could understand it within because i know what he's going to tell me later what is he and, and while he was you know while he was in the midst of the anger he said a lot of words he said you know he said a lot of hurtful things mm-hmm. i don't i don't do anything it's lots of hurtful things right right um and it's not true I'm, i mean i'm a stay-at-home mom i do everything all day all night i'm with the kids and i do everything and whenever they need anything it's mommy they pull on mommy's coattails they don't pull on dad's coattails all right day long. so I do a lot, um, so I know it's coming from a, um, a mean place where he just wanted to hurt me, and he said lots of bad things. Mm. And um, I'm so sorry that that thank happened. Thank you. I just Ugh. yeah, it's ter- it's terrible to like go through quarantine and then also to feel like things are like tense within your home. This is the only place we're allowed to be, right? Like right. most of the time is in right. our house, and then there has to be tension there. So right. What, yeah, you know, I, get, I, I gave a message on this just yesterday, and it's on my Facebook Live page if you want to see it at my church. But I talked about uh, uh, anger and how we can keep that anger from overwhelming us, especially the anger of other people. And so, you know, one of the things that he did, which I suggest people don't do, is attack the problem, not the person. It sounds to me that he broke that rule. He is attacking you, regardless of what the problem is. And so maybe part of it is when you have the conversation with him, say, you know, honey, what's really going on? Because you're attacking me. 
and I'm your wife, he needs to know he's attacking you because he may not think that. He may think, I'm confronting you, I'm sharing my feelings, I'm just being real with you. But if he can see that, no, what you're doing is actually attacking me, my character, my person, and I don't appreciate it. Part of you doing that is helping him to see from your perspective. But the other part of it, Tiffany, is it's training him uh, how to treat you. Because he's only going to treat you the way you train him to treat you. And so this gives you an opportunity when you guys talk tonight to say, I don't, I really don't appreciate you attack, attacking my character or my person. And if there's an issue we need to deal with, honey, let's deal with that. But I'm not going to have you attack me as a person. I'm your wife. And if we're going to make this, then we got to do it together. Now tell me what's really going on. Because I know this is not your character. This is not who you really are. So tell me what's really going on. And just sit back and listen. And who knows what will come out. But I think that posture is going to be helpful to you. What do you think? I don't know him, yes, so you have to tell me tell me your feedback because I don't know him, you know? Well, I mean, if I were to be honest, um, you know, I, I love what you're saying. It's very insightful because, I mean, as far as a, a man, I have my own issues with how to treat a man. Well, I, I just never – I think I do have um, sometimes, and I don't do it intentionally – mistreated him and and made him feel less than um mm -hmm. but in unintentional way because i i didn't have a father growing up i didn't see a healthy mm -hmm. marriage like i and i he's the longest relationship i've ever had in my life like okay. with a man i mean and it presses into a lot of other areas of my life which i didn't know was an issue right, right. so i've just uh, and so you know i i think he's aware of that because i've shared a little bit of that about you know I've shared a lot about that, yeah. and but this morning he he acknowledged. He said, "You know, you're my wife, and you're driving me crazy, and mm. you're you're doing things that you know." And he, yeah. he said some things. I mean, I, I just let it go because I just yep, I but, had to be there. My kids are distance learning, and the kids yep. were in Zoom, and it was really embarrassing. Honestly, yeah. I hope that they didn't hear anything. Yeah, but hey, um, Tiffany, I've I've got to run because I have a break on. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. The holiday season is full of joy. But between trying not to burn the turkey and keeping your father's fingers out of the mashed potatoes, you can find yourself thinking, why does this have to be so hard? Well, at New Look, at least we make getting a new roof easy. We answer your questions and build your roof the way you want it. Your measurements, line-by-line -line price, and a 3D rendering of your home are presented and emailed right to you. And your job's done in a single day. So unlike some holiday guests, you won't even know we were there. Don't you wish everything in life could be as easy as getting a new look roof? Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for interest-free financing until 2022. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. Newlookhomedesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. The benefits you have as a Christian, do you know exactly what they are? The spiritual riches at your disposal? And do you know how to maximize those blessings no matter your circumstances? Issues at the heart of this week's programs. Join John MacArthur for his study from Ephesians 1, titled Richer Than You Think, here on Grace To You. Weekdays at 1.30 a.m. and 9 a.m. on WAVA. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. 
Tune in and now on Radio.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build a bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Marriage Monday. We're talking about temperatures in marriage, tempers and temperatures. Uh, how can you lower the temperature of anger in your marriage? Uh, my number is 888-432-7434. Uh, before the break, I was talking with Tiffany, who's in Rockville, Maryland, and she's in her car. Uh, talking um, while she can be alone on this topic, had a kind of an argument with her husband this morning, and she's going to have to face it this evening. And Tiffany, before the break, you were saying that uh, you probably have treated him in such a way that has put him down. It sounds like you have um, repented of that and trying to change that. Uh, do you think that that had a bearing on what happened this morning? Um, absolutely. I think that he has had a buildup of feeling like, I don't um, appreciate him and all he does, and I do. Um, but do you, do I don't know him? how much you know. Uh, I don't. I don't tell him often. I, I probably. I'm just not. I, I just feel like I don't. I, I shouldn't have to like praise him or something. And I, I don't know. I just feel weird about doing it. So I mean, I just. It doesn't come natural to me. But it seems like it's something he really needs. He needs to hear from me that. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's doing a good job, and I mean, I does yeah, he hear, he does he hear the other morning, but. does he hear the other side, the negative stuff when he that is bad? Yeah, he understands that he's got a bit of a temper. He understands. No, I mean from as you. Far as his, oh, as far as my stuff. Yeah, um, do you tell him negative things about himself? Oh, do I say negative things? Um, I I have I have complained a little bit about this or that because mm-hmm. yeah I have had things where I say you know I wish you know this or that I mean he it's his second marriage and my first um and um so there has been a long sure. a long time of like all right this is what it, I want you to do it's been a little bit difficult this but, is what yeah. I want you to do for every one negative complaint you have to give three 
positive things about him. And you can't okay. you can't mention another negative thing until you've got at least three positive thank yous, I appreciate you, whatever it is. He needs that verbal affirmation. It's probably one of his five love languages. A lot of men need uh, women to admire them, but they also need women to verbally affirm them. But a lot of times what women will do is they will be negative. They're quick to tell you what's wrong with you, uh, but they're slow yeah. to tell you what's right with you. But here's the thing. Men's ego need to hear what's right with them more than what's yeah. wrong with them. And that will help change them to do more right. I know it's weird psychology here, but it, it, it really is. Just like y'all women got weird psychology. Us men, we got weird psychology too. So I'm just telling you from a man's perspective, the more you find right and praiseworthy in him, the more you'll help get him right. But the okay. more you tell him the negative things about him, it won't actually help him get right. It just helps him get yeah. go left. Yeah. <laughs> it just helps him uh, – <laughs> Stage left, and that's why Proverbs talks about being, you know, I'd rather be on, live on a corner of a roof than in a house with a, a nagging or angry woman. It's just something about that <laughs> that causes a man to want to run into his, his man cave. Now, I know he feels like that. Yeah, well, you <laughs> I know, know. he feels like that. And, and again, it's, it's not your fault. I'm not a nagger, though. I'm cool. I feel like I was the cool, you know, stepmom and all this. And right. I was like the cool woman in his life and stuff and now right. it's getting real now it's been like 14 well it's been about 10 years and it's um beginning to get really um we're getting into the thick of our relationship it feels like well yeah maybe and like you know maybe so but i want redefining you, things i want you to tell him what you appreciate about him once y'all get past this storm you're going to get past the storm okay y'all going to talk yeah. and everything's going to be fine i'm talking about after this uh i want you to give him three words of affirmation for every one negative thing that you complain about. I'm going to do that. I'm going to post it on the wall so I don't okay. forget to do that. I Absolutely. love it. I love it. And you're going to see it. You're going to see <laughs> it. You. You're going to see a change in him. Okay, Tiffany, I think you are. I and if it. you do yeah. over time, I want you to call me back and tell me about it. Okay. I will. Do. Right. I will. Blessings to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Tiffany. Listen, I'm going to my break. When I get back, Carol, I'm coming to you in, uh, in Sterling, Virginia. I'm coming to Woodbridge after that. I'm going to Elkridge after that. I'm coming to y'all, too. I've got a couple open lines. If you want to grab them, now's the time to get it before the end of the show. Uh, we're talking on this Marriage Monday about tempers and temperatures. Guess what? All of us got tempers. All of us got temperatures. How do we lower it and get it just right? We'll be right back to talk about it. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. to hire quality people for your company? You need skilled, screened, and serious candidates who are ready to serve your mission and vision on day one, right? I know just the recruiting consulting firm that can help you. It's Concept IQ. Dr. Anderson has known the president, Mark Weissman, for years, and he will work with your company to get you the most qualified labor force you need. Whether accounting, administrative, finance, IT, medical, retail, government contracting, or more, Mark will work with you to fit your company's needs. If you're looking for work or looking for good workers, contact Mr. Mark Wiseman today at 877-472-9001. 
See how Concept IQ Consulting can help grow your business with the qualified talent you need. Again, call 877-472-9001 or check them out online at conceptiqconsulting.com. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday, and I'm enjoying every minute of the show with you. I sure hope you're doing all right today. Hey, listen, if you want to give me a call, now's the time to jump in. We're talking about tempers and temperatures in marriage and how in the world do you and I lower our own temperature when we get upset, angry. We all do it. We get upset, but we handle it differently. Some of us pout. <laughs> okay, so we're men. Okay, most a lot of men pout. Some blow up. Uh, some of the ladies blow up, uh, walk out, uh, throw things. I mean, we all probably deal with our anger differently. You know, the Scripture tells us in our anger, do not sin. And that uh, passage actually comes from Psalm 4.4. Uh, you may know it from Ephesians 4.26, but it's a reference 
from Psalm 4, 4, which says, in your anger, do not sin. And, and then it says, on your beds, um, be silent, search your heart while you're at on your beds and be silent. So that's a, an idea of, you know, reflection before you go to sleep or one way to put it, pray before you go to bed to deal with whatever it is that was making you angry that day. Hmm. Isn't that a good word? Okay, here's my number once again, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Carol, as I promised, in Sterling, Virginia. Hello, Miss Carol. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful and glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? <laughs> um, I was the hothead in our marriage. Oh, okay. And? And, and I will say this. I, we're married 34 years. Mm-hmm. But I was the hothead. We dated for a long time through college, you know, and... Um, you know, you're on your best behavior when you're right. dating and engaged. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, once we got married in the same household, I was, uh, you know. What very happened? Quick to, what happened? Very quick. To, I was very quick to voice my opinion and make sure that he understood that I was right and he was wrong. <laughs> okay. But you didn't do that. You didn't and, do that before, though, right? This happened after marriage. Yeah. Hmm. And the reason I think is because I always held my tongue before, even though I didn't agree with everything hmm. he was doing with his life, because I have an opinion about everything, apparently. Hmm. I, you know, he came to me once and said, you know, I don't. I don't know what a good marriage looks like because my dad left when I was four. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it was a quiet household. Mm. And there wasn't a lot of tension. And when I think of, you know, what my dream was for a marriage, that we would be a team. And he said, so what's going on? And I said, you know... I thought about it for a long time, and then I said, you know what I think is going on? When I was growing up, my dad was, you know, his word was king, and my mom never had a voice. Mm. She was the crier, and he was the enforcer. Mm. And so you, you feel like you became that voice in such, you're kind well, of like your mom's voice? I thought that there was a strong party and a weak party and i did not i i, I you didn't want to be weak annoyed yeah. me to heck that my mother wouldn't stick up for herself right i get it and it mm. and so i thought that's a choice right anyways i explained all this to him and he said so how that how's that been working <laughs> <laughs> right right now you guys still married we are, 35 years. 35 years. 35. So somehow you guys got through it, and you learned something about yourself in the process, didn't you? Yeah, but another thing he did was he said, listen, we're a team. I love you the most. And mm. so whenever I'd get hot about something, he would hold my hand, and he would say, remember, I love you the most. Wow. Now tell me what you want to tell me. Mm, you got you know what? You got a good man there. I, I'm glad you kept him. Oh my gosh. Lord have I mercy. Had, I know. He was a great didn't have a, a 
a father, never mm-hmm. saw the husband in the household. Where is he now? He, he's with me. He, oh, like, not right here. Phys- um, he physically, works. is he? He's coming home tonight. What time is he coming home? <laughs> he's coming home. Um, we're meeting at a, a. We're meeting at church, and then we're coming home together. Okay. When you meet him and, at church, I need you to give him a big kiss on the cheek and a hug and say thank you for being such an awesome husband. Yeah, he is. Before you go into church, all right, because uh, I think that that's great. I know you're a great woman as well, but uh, I I feel like this guy is a really good guy, and and you're you're blessed to have him. I'm sure he's blessed to have you. So give him that affirmation today, okay? I will. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care, Carol. Thanks for sharing uh, your story. Let's go to Carlton. He's in Woodbridge, Virginia. Brother Carlton, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? How you doing today? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Um, you know, a lot of this, is, it comes down to two things. It comes down to a lot of unresolved issues. Right. And a lot, and a lot of, and a lot of self, self-interest, you know, really selfishness, to be honest. Right. You're, tr- and, you're uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like the lady before, you know, I, I've been married for 31 years. Wow. And. And I've had to, you know, learn and grow and work through things. Nothing's been uh, perfect, but I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot as well as my wife. You know, she's right. learned a lot and grown a lot. So what people have to do is they have to deal with their issues honestly and right. deal with them as individuals, but also deal with them together and put the work in. Yeah. Well, and you know what? That, take, that takes a lifetime. I mean, you've been married 31 years. You're talking about these lessons. Right. I, mean, I think some right. people want these lessons in 31 months and then they want their marriage to sail for the rest of their uh, mortal lives. And it really doesn't work like that way. It's a lifelong thing, isn't it? Of course. I mean, that's the problem. Like you said, they want everything to be so-called, you know, a fantasy land, smooth sailing. No, you always got to put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Thank you for putting the work in because three decades of marriage is no joke. And people need to see that example. OK, Carlton? Blessings to you. Let me see if I can grab Bernadette real quick in Elkridge, Maryland. Always like hearing from you, Miss Bernadette. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Pastor. I just want to let you know that uh, in our marriage, uh, we give each other signals when we are getting too hot and Ah. angry hot. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I may say something to the effect of, oh, husband, you know I do love you, so I'm now going to close my mouth because I don't want to say something that's going to hurt you and then that will be irretrievable. Right. And so then I and and he tends to do the same thing. Um, I will say that we don't have children Mm -hmm. so I think it makes it a lot uh, easier because if we had children then there would be like a three way sort of a uh, triangle situation where the young lady talked about earlier with her Mm -hmm. husband and her children. Five way, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> we don't have that. Um, so, so we give each other signals. We give each other space. Um, I, I may I ask a question that's not related to marriage? Yes, you got about ten seconds to ask it, though. Go for it. Have you ever done a program on how do I know I love God? How do I know I love God? No, I haven't. But let me write that down because uh, that's a good topic how do i know i love god thanks for the recommendation okay miss bernadette 
Thank you, Pastor. All you right. know you're a gem. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. You are as well. <laughs> hey, listen, I've got to run to this break because it's going to come whether I keep talking behind the mic or not. So, hey, listen, uh, as soon as I get back, Mark, I'm going to see if I can slide you in uh, real quick to hear what you have to say. And folk on my Facebook page, D. Bird and Ellen Harris and Judy Yaya, thank you for being there. Siobhan Prather, all of you. I'll be right back. Even though you try to hide it, there's not much to figure out. Cause I know why. And I won't try to fight it, try to fight it. And I'll be the first to tell you. These are tough times for everyone. So dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. That's 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. There is in the world of nature a phenomenon known as the adversity principle, which means that difficulties and hard times can actually be more beneficial to plants and animals than continual easy living. As strange as it seems, habitual well-being can be disadvantageous to a species. Think about the big male lion lying in a cage at the zoo. All his needs are met and his hunting skills are useless. His muscles become fat and flabby as he yawns his way through the day. Meanwhile, a lion roaming free on the plains of Africa, stalking and competing for his next meal, remains fit and strong by the challenges and dangers he faces. This principle is seen throughout nature, where the necessity to adapt and struggle, if it doesn't result in death and extinction, tends to produce a tougher species with a better hold on life. Could it also be that adversity is beneficial to human beings as well? Within limits, that seems to be the case, although we complain and squirm when it comes our way. Our first response to trouble is to say, why me? as though some great injustice had befallen us. Could it be that we and our children need the disappointment, the inconvenience, the stresses and the discomfort in our lives? I believe we do, and that character and strength are often the byproducts, not of pleasure, but of pain. To hear more, visit our broadcast page at drjamesdobson.org. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk, available at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And as I'm sliding into home plate here, I want to make sure to get Mark, who's on the line. So uh, Mark from Washington, South Southeast, actually. So glad you're hanging with me. You're my final caller. What are you thinking about today's topic on anger in marriage? Well, I'm thinking about, well, I'm not thinking about marriage because, see, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of single, right? Okay, kind of single. single. I'm single, and, and I got lady friends. I got I got a couple of lady friends that I can call. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm single, and, 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 and I'm not really in no hurry to get married. Okay. I'm not in no hurry to get married just yet. I'm not in no hurry to get married. Okay. What's your comment or question? My question is, man, is God faithful? Because he seems to be all about himself and not me. I heard you say that we exist for him. He don't exist for us. Is it simply all about him and not me to the point? Well, he is God all by himself. And whether you're for him or not for him, he is about himself just because he is who he is. He's God all by himself. He's a self-existent one. But this is God who loves us enough to want to spend eternity with us. So he reaches out and he's faithful to those who have turned to him. He's more than faithful. Absolutely. I, 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 I turned to him. Yeah. I turned to him, but, she, but I turned to him, but she was no matter yep. how much I turned to him, the situation that I want him to change for me, he won't go ahead on and change. Well, he's not your genie and he's, you know, you're not the master, right? He's the master. So the question is, can you shift your position? I'm your servant. I'm your slave, Lord. What would you have me to do? And if you shift your position, you'll find more joy in that, believe it or not, than God, this is what I want you to do for me. When you say that, what you're really doing is putting yourself in the seat of the master. And you're wanting God to serve you. God has said, you can't serve two masters. You serve me. So the question is, are you willing to serve him or you want him to serve you? I want him to serve him, but I want him to at least return the favor. Now, he's not returning favors. He's, he's not returning favors. God's going to do what God wants to do, but he wants you to be fully submitted to him. And then when you ask him to help you, he'll be more than happy to do it if it will bring him glory. But he's not going to do it just because you want him to. He's going to do it because you desire to honor him. Because he wants to give you the de- desires of your heart. He really does. But remember, it's a father-child relationship. So if the child comes to the father and says, you know what, you know, you can you can be the father, but I need you to do X, Y and Z for me. Well, the father might say, you know what, Uh, I'm going to not going to do that for you. I'm going to do what's right for you no matter what you want. So it's worth considering the attitude you have toward the Lord, because he's not going to somehow say, well, you know what, Mark's mad at me. Uh, and so, therefore, I'm going to give him what he wants. That's never going to happen. Never. Mark has to get to a point where Mark says, Lord, I repent of my selfish attitude. And, God, I want what you want. And then when you begin to have that posture, watch out, because that's when you're going to see God show up in a different way. All right, Mark, this is real talk, my brother. I had to give it to you straight. Unfortunately, I've got to run because the show is over, but I hope you'll receive it in the spirit it was given. I appreciate y'all. I'll see you on Tough Topic Tuesday. Heavenly Father, as we close today's show, please don't leave our don't leave our presence because we need you. Because many of us are just like Mark, Lord. We really want you 
uh, to perform for us. And uh, Lord, might we be willing to serve you and uh, allow you to move in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father.